Hey, welcome back. This is episode 17 of the FFHL podcast. Joined by my sleeveless co-host, Jacob Hogan. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm great, man. Uh, catching the breeze nicely on my arms. Uh, I've gone from clenched to clinched. Nice. And uh, pretty pretty stoked about it. That's going to be my, my motto for this week. Um, so yeah, everything, everything's peachy here, man. How you doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. Snuck back into a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so feeling good. And, uh, on the pod this week, Taylor Guthrie, how you doing, buddy? How's it going, boys? Happy to be here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us this week. Um, how, how you feeling? We're what, three weeks away from playoffs? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, three weeks away from playoffs, uh, you know, sitting in fourth, was sitting in third. Uh, Ryan just edged me out of it. But uh, yeah, no, like a couple soft weeks, but honestly, I'm feeling pretty good. I think I've made the right acquisitions and I think I'm primed for a playoff spot. So super stoked with uh, what's to come with my team. Nice, nice. Yeah, so you're, you're looking pretty healthy. And obviously, Jake, you just mentioned there, you are clinched. Congrats on being the uh, first you. team that clenches. So yeah. just making my uh, f- pick at the beginning yeah. of the year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ab- like absolute shit. Uh, it's funny. I was, I, Jonah texted me about it this morning. And uh, so I looked at where, cause we were talking, cause we, I, we were just talking about how both of us had the, the chance to this week. And mm-hmm. he, it, all he needed was one more point. Oh yeah. To clinch. He's literally sitting on 60 and he need, needed 61. Wow. Well, <laughs> if there was anything that my matchup did, uh, it was, uh, you know, keeping Jonah from not clinching. So I'll, I'll take, I'll take the wins where I can take them. But you know, the downside is he changed his damn picture because of you, Tay. And now I'm like puking in my mouth when I see Pierre pull a shit. Uh, yeah, I know. Hey, if you want a, a cock representing <laughs> your team, go for it by all means. Oh, uh, yeah. not, uh, yeah, not, not my PM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah um just actually really quick guys well i got both of you here uh kev you mentioned your predictions earlier i just want to throw some real quick quotes out from earlier pods yeah um, and two of you actually i've got two of you uh in here so uh kev on the first episode when the season began he said um i think your luck has just run out to me as he declared me to be uh, the last place <laughs> Dirie actually followed that up and they got into a bit of banter and i just want to pull this one quote i thought was really good which he said wow last year was so devastating he just goes into a tailspin uh in reference to my team and then a few weeks later uh, Taylor came on uh, and he said, Dirie could take Jacob uh, in the final week if they faced and then threw me in the bottom. So just want to make, let you guys know, uh, Taylor's not the only one who holds on to things uh, in this league. And um, I thought those were some choice quotes now that the clinch has come. Hey, fair hand raised. I was wrong out of the gate, Jacob. I don't know how you did it, did it but uh, yeah, kudos to you. And, uh, Thank and you. yeah, no, see, see you in the playoffs. I'm stoked. Yeah, see you there. Kev, uh, we'll, we'll be waiting. Yeah. Want to come or not? The invite's there, man. The invite's there. Yeah. <laughs> Door is open. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how, uh, how this week goes. I got, uh, I got that bottom feeder Diria this week. So hopefully I can stop <laughs> him. Just put him out of his misery. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so do we want to jump in quickly to uh, to last week's results? Tay, we'll uh, we'll start with you. That was a it was a heavy hitter matchup. Um, yeah. And Jonah kind of had the best of you with the big seven two win. 
he did yeah no it was tight going into sunday like i think we were sitting at around like tied at four four or four five or something like that but Mm -hmm. really his sunday lineup uh got the best of me he had an advantage i think he had like nine players playing uh full defensive line um almost a full offensive bench and and they really had a great sunday um yeah no like again really pushed me out in terms of defensive stats um, and wasn't a good goalie week for me either. Like, I, you know, Flurry's been a bit soft lately. Same with uh, Huso, like kind of going back and forth between, um, you know, him and, and Binner. And I feel like kind of St. Louis doesn't really know what they're doing right now in terms of uh, their goalie setup. So even though like the juice fucking Soros had an excellent uh, game, <laughs> fucking stood on his head and got a shutout, uh, you know, didn't do enough for me in terms of goalies. Um, and some of my players like really showed up like creator, um, or Kreider rather got like five points, two on the power play point with six points, two on the power play. DeBrusque was a great, uh, stream for me, like five points, 13 shots on goal. So, you know, pretty good soggy week from him, but some of my top performers really have been a little bit soft lately. Like Huberto didn't do a whole lot. Latang didn't do a whole lot. Uh, McDavid like got four points, which is good for like any other player, but for McDavid, <laughs> you like hold him to a higher standard. Um, so, so yeah, like, I think like I'm feeling good because I know that those players are going to like step back up. Uh, but yeah, just a soft week for me and Jonah, you know, had a really well-rounded week. Um, everybody contributed, um, across his line, really strong performances from his top players. Like if you look at Mac, if you look at line, a really great weeks from them. And of course, like fucking Swayman just came out of nowhere and is just, you know, one of our best goalies in the league now. So, um, three wins and a shutout, pretty hard to beat that in terms of the goalie stat line. So yeah, great week from, from Jonah, uh, and, and, and pretty hard to beat that. Just looking at the, uh, the Sunday results. Um, he had 27 shots on goal just on Sunday and 14 hits and seven blocks compare that to your nine, two and two. Exactly. Right. So, and we were like tied in the peripheral stats, maybe not shots, but like we were tied, like basically tied on, uh, on hits and on blocks going into Sunday. And he had four defenseman to my one that I picked up as my last pickup on the Sunday. So I was in kind of a tough position in that, in that Uh regard. And then I had two goalie starts on Sunday, which I thought like might be able to edge me over him in goalie stats, but then they both shit the bed. So it was like, is what it is. Flurry got lit up for a six spot. And so, yeah. So an eight 13 and a nine Oh nine, giving you an eight 62 on the Sunday. Not what you're looking for on a Sunday, not not the Sunday fun day you want. No. Sunday scaries. Um, I was just kind of looking through some of uh, Jonah's team here and a couple of things. One of them, McKinnon, like 21 shots. I looked at one game he had in February 25th against Winnipeg. He had 14 shots. Just the, the soggiest of soggy boys. He had right, nine. He's number one. Yeah. Yeah. He had nine the other night against Calgary. Like, are you kidding me? Like that's yeah. 14 shots in a game. That's insane. And uh, Sveshnikov had 13 hits on the week. And I, I was like, oh, man, I didn't realize this kid hit so much. He had 14 hits in a game against Pittsburgh. Oh, end of my February. God. And 10 shots. Yeah. 33 minutes of ice time. Whoa. What a weapon. Like, I didn't realize that guy threw the body around that much. But, hey, that's a good keeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, overall, t- kind of tough one you know 
yeah, getting the yeah. 886 under 900 save percentage on the week. It's really tough to uh, to win some goalie categories when you're putting up that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Flower, if he ends up making a move or not. Obviously, a lot of speculation around that. And obviously, would love to see him in a Leafs jersey, but uh, who knows? Oh, they can't afford that. Look absorbing that. Yeah, fair. Uh, they, like, they just don't have the cap space. Unless they do some crazy trades and to get him under, because he's making like 7 mil. And I think with um, – what's his name? Defenseman there on LTIR, Muzzin. I yeah. think they have like four and a half. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like six. So if they got rid of a contract, yeah, but that's if they if they were like the only thing we need is a goalie. Yeah, which I think is, you know, Dubas is probably wanting like a few upgrades everywhere. Yeah. Um, let's go to a big matchup here. John five two win over Brandon. John put up some numbies. John's on it. Where was this guy the first half of the season? Honestly, no, get no the wanted idea. posters out. No idea. 46 points. Like, just like kind of going down. Like, everyone was pulling on the rope here. Like, yeah. His, like, everyone had a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really big performance from some of his like top players. Like, came with five points. Mark Gasol with mm-hmm. six, 19 shots on goal. Johnny Hockey, six points, two on the power play. Yeah, big boy offensive week for for mm-hmm. John, which is which is great to see. Um, another loss for Brandon. Um, so <laughs> the, the revenge tour yeah. continues. I love uh, it. I love you, it. You hate to see it, but more so you love to see it. Um, yeah, like not a bad performance from Brandon. Like, you know, again, you know, passed to doing his thing, Lindholm, Matt Kachuk, uh, but, you know, clearly wasn't enough. So I think yeah. – now he's, uh, you know, on a, uh, I think a two or three week streak in terms of losses. So I think it'll be uh, interesting to see what Brandon does now that we're nearing the trade deadline. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of, you can imagine his like first 11 weeks is kind of like a savings account. And he's just kind of, I think he's really at the end of that. Like he's running uh, out of so many losses. It's just like, he's kind of drained it. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's run out of a little. Yeah. And especially he's considering last uh, or not last uh, pod, but the, the one before when he was on, he said he was probably not going to be a buyer. So if like, if you're not buying, then mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Right. Cause you're just sitting on the bubble. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, one thing like one player Fox had five points, two on the power play, but just the peripherals just kind of weren't there for the guy, like four, one and five. Not not the kind of numbers you want to see out of that guy, but uh, still, just having a monster season at Fox. Yeah, ranked 26, not bad. Um, but yeah, John, like great, num- like yeah. just just killing it. Uh, you love to see it. You absolutely love, love to, to see, see it. it. And it's and it's it is not impossible for him to make it. Like he's mathematically, mathematically, it's not impossible. Yeah. A 20 point deficit. It's tough. Pretty hard to overcome in three weeks. Yeah. So honestly, this guy's, we've been talking about it nonstop. Like this guy's numbers last couple of weeks, they're real, real deal. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, again, it's been pretty lackluster thus far. And I know this might be a conversation for later, but like in lead up to the trade deadline, there's three weeks left, not a ton of selling going on. So I think it's going to be a lot. I think this year is going to be the true, like mad dash to buy and sell like right at the trade deadline on like maybe a couple of years past. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's funny how like, um, 
I think Duryea really mentioned it. Um, and he was right where it seems to be like the first person to sell makes all the, all the, I guess, pick rich. Uh, and then everybody else gets scraps, but this year it's not even the case, right? Like, I mean, John got a first earlier yeah. than just kind of soft sold. Uh, and then Deary is a soft sell too. Like even the guys who have tried to sell are still not confident enough to fully commit to it. Yeah. 100%. Like John got my first and my fourth, but since then he hasn't really done a lot. Um, and mm. I don't know if that's because he's like started to win and maybe like thinks he can make a push or if he's just like waiting to see what happens, but yeah. Yeah. And then like, even with Deary, he's made a couple of deals recently, but like, you know, nothing to the like caliber of like years mm. past from him. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what the demand is like. And if you're going to see people really throwing around those firsts. And the boys don't, maybe the boys just don't want to do a stand up set. Yeah. That, that also could be it. <laughs> could be it. Um, right. Cause like you kind of, you really don't want to come last. No. Honestly, so unless no, you got comedy. Yeah. Cut, yeah. Got a, yeah unless you're comedy. like dying to, to do a set. Yeah. Yeah. Jake just really, like so, secretly so, in. You, Jake just want to do a stand up set so bad. You sell yeah. from first place. <laughs> <laughs> I'd respect yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Hey, you know, deal's a deal. Yeah. Fuck. That'd be so funny. There's dude, there's if you have no one who would not be funny, I think, in this league. Like different different brands of funny for sure, but like yeah. I I'd have fun watching yeah. anyone. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing would just be the stage fright. Yeah. Because everyone's yeah. kind of got their own everyone's got jokes, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah. being able to uh, to execute that. Um, in front of even yeah. if it's just in front of 20 people yeah like that's that could be the big difference maker for some people but uh all right moving along here um what matchup should we go here to next um let's go troy and ryan tough loss for troy troy really needed a win in this one yeah he got yeah, it he- close which was good puts up 49 points not bad. Um, but yeah, that's tough. Yeah, no, it's, it's tough for Troy. I think he's coming off like of a handful of, of losses now back to back. So um, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, to your point, he had a really strong offensive week. It's just Ryan really, you know, um, dominated when it came to like defensive performance, both peripherals and goalies. Um, I mean, you know, 130 shots, 70 hits, you know, so clearly Ryan's working on the Taylor Guthrie model. Um, but yeah, no, bunch of soggy boys. Shesterkin stood on his head. He got like three wins, nine, five, five save percentage. So um, yeah, again, like you hate to see it, especially considering this win pushed me out of third and, and Ryan's really kind of the understudy villain of the league. Um, <laughs> but an amazing that's a, that a, that's a great term yeah, yeah I mean it is what it is um, yeah no amazing offensive performance from Troy um, seven goals and 18 shots from Robertson um, which back was, to back hack, hatties, I think. yeah just like crazy offensive performance um, you know Hedman played really well five points three on the power play Sergachev did well Yossi did well um, but again, you got to put up something on the back half of that stat line if you want to win a week. So, yeah, um, yeah, you hate to see it. Yeah, games yeah. played, I think, is kind of 
the uh, the NLB Hall in this one, right? Like Troy was just behind in a couple blocks, a couple shots. If he would have matched him for games played, I think he could have uh, easily pushed that to a tie. Yeah, for sure. So I got to ask the question, do you guys think this is the, the end of, of Troy? Do you think this is the end of his season? Do you think he starts to sell? Do I think he starts to sell? No. Should he start to sell? Yes. Yeah, I think Jacob. That's a fair take. Um, I, yeah, I don't think he should either. He's only ten points out, but he is. So I was looking earlier at this current streak. So he is uh, number one in the losing streak. He's lost four weeks in a row, and I think of the three bottom teams right now, he would be the one to make the money. He's got the. Pl- he's got Tavares to sell. He's got Crosby to sell. He's, you know, he's defensive Jari. line. Yeah, he uh, he's the one who could do it, but I I think it would be foolhardy to do it right now. Um, when you know he's he's got Cody in the last week, you know, and that could be a guy that you know if they're tight enough, if they're within five, I'm yeah. pushing. I'm making that decision that Wednesday. You know, yeah. uh, trade deadline day. Yeah, it, 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 and the extra tough thing is though he does have to pass someone else as well like he's got to he's got to be two teams you know when you're just one when you're just one spot out you know you kind of have your own your faith in your own hands right but when you have another team like you gotta you gotta have hope two teams stumble instead of just one so so it's a little tougher but uh yeah it'd be a really tough position to to start selling um and who's who's he got this week? Oh, he's got Jonah this week. This is a good test week for him. Yeah. Simply because Jonah is a guaranteed guy you might face in the playoffs. So this is a good way to really see if you've got the juice this year. See if you, you got the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Let's uh let's keep rolling here. Uh Jake, do you want to go into your your nine one win? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah, it was, uh, it was honestly, I had a lot of peace of mind all that week. It was kind of over by Wednesday. Um, great week for the boys, not a great goaltending week. My power play was kind of poopy. Uh, but apart from that, uh, a lot of great looks. I mean, John Carlson's I've been bitching about him for a few weeks. He's doing well. Kevin Fiala. My boy JT Miller gave me a good farewell week, four points, kept going on the power play, hits and shots, a beauty guy. But I got to give credit to uh, my all-star stream of the week, Nico Hishier. Yeah. Uh, it's my second time streaming him. Both times he's been awesome. Um, watch out for these New Jersey guys next year. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah, they, they could be they could be a pretty good team next year, soon, depending on what they do in the offseason and everything. But yeah, that's a that's a great stream. Um, I I saw that. I was like, oh shit, is he actually playing good this year? It's like, yeah, he's yeah. he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Pretty darn yeah. good this week. Yeah. Yeah, no, and Evander Kane's kind of coming into his own under mm-hmm. Edmonton, like had a good week. Bravo back on this case, apparently. So, you know, yeah, wins, a shutout nine five three save percentage so um overall pretty 
a good goalie performance from him. There were three notes that I, that I wrote down when I looked at this week. So first note was, you hate to see it. Uh, second, <laughs> that, second note was stop. My boy is already dead. Uh, <laughs> and then the third note was Diria. Do you remember when you said that there was no longer tyranny in this league? Uh, uh. Need to reassess because this mm. week is a perfect example um, of it still being alive and well. Mm. Um, so not a bad performance from Diria. I mean, you know, Cooch five points three on the power play to bring cat and Cairo were both good for about like four points, but just not enough. Um, so is what it is. Yeah. Just kind of not enough. Yeah. Wasn't really close in a lot of things. Eh? Yeah. No, just uh power play points, which yeah. was uh, su- surprising. Cause usually that's, that's kind of what I, I bank on. I usually bank on power play points. Yeah, you're not Jonah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that was it. That's a Jonah week where you, yeah, what is it, mm-hmm. 40, uh, 45 points, only eight on the power play. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good ratio. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm expecting the boys to come back next week. Um, but, uh, Marshawn only getting one, Kane not getting any, Dowdy not getting any, Deline with only two. I, it'll, it'll, none from Larkin, you know, it's, and Brian Russ, of course. So it'll it'll come. So uh, I guess I got that Austin Matthews going on where the five on five is looking great this week. So yeah, we'll turn it around. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Dirie as well. Um, I I've always enjoyed playing the villain, but now that he did the for the people, the rock hero, like embracing this WWE thing now, it's um I'm on a whole different level of obnoxious, and I and I love it. I I can't get I've... enough of it. I've been enjoying the Shawn Michaels gifts. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, I get it. Like I'm yeah. looking at this guy and I'm like, I feel this. I feel, <laughs> this is my energy yeah. this season. <laughs> just the one of like people throwing liquids on him and him just bathing in it, yeah. like bathing in the, the evil <laughs> that is Shawn Michaels. I, yeah. So uh, thank you, Dirie, for uh, becoming such a hero that it made me want to be even more of a villain. I like it. I like it um we'll jump in here to our last one um me versus cody oh mm. sweated this one out tight matchup this was a this was the matchup started off way behind the eight ball i think he had he was up like 9-0 monday or tuesday and i think i had like a big one of those days like i had a big day and i was like oh the kid's back in it let's go um and uh, fuck you, um, Ottawa Senators giving up a goal to uh, Jack Eichel with two seconds left in the game um, for him to get that last goal or else it would have been uh, – he wouldn't have won that category. Just it would have been a little bit better for me. But did you see that play? Where it's uh, like, yeah. It's like – yeah. Didn't Patches get an assist on that? He did, but uh, I – by the time I realized that um, he was, because he was at day to day, and then they, they he was a game time decision, and all my forward spots have already been used up for the day, so I couldn't get him in the lineup. Right, which was tough, but yeah, and like they called like the softest tripping call with like thirty seconds left in the game in a tie game. I was like, this is bullshit, and then he scores. I was like, all right, fuck you. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, not an overly soggy week for me. Um, mm-hmm. just 87. Like that's real low. Yeah, dude. I think everybody cracked a hundred this week. Yeah. 
So I don't know what was going on there, but, uh, you know, my normal guys are normally shoot, like Ovi only had 10 shots. Mm-hmm. Like that's so that's pretty low for this guy. Yeah. Uh, just kind of up and down the lineup. Just not a great week. Yeah. And Dude. Kaprizov with four. Yeah. Crazy. So, you know, not the best week for him, but still had four points though. So. Yeah. No, like Cody really kind of like own peripherals. And again, like really just edge you out on that, like that last goal there. But other than that, like one thing I've noticed with Cody is that he's really reliant on like his top, players like if 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 dry sidle matthews and marner like aren't doing much then there's not a ton of depth there so i think it'll be interesting to see what happens like i think zegris was a good pickup he got like three points all on the power play which is great but just not enough like from an offensive standpoint to to kind of beat you out kev like between panarin got like five points two on the power play ov five points four on the power play Gunsel played well. Kapritsov played well. Um, so, yeah. And then a very democratic performance from your goalies. I think one win each. Um, so, yeah, a, a super tight matchup, I think. Like, again, uh, we may have, uh, you know, rounded out our, our top six playoff teams here. Um, so we'll be interesting to see what the last three weeks bring. Does it feel good to say that because Brandon's not in that list? Uh, slightly. <laughs> <laughs> uh it, this is yeah this was a, a real marquee matchup kev and i know we talked about it before but you versus cody the fact that now you guys are tied in the five six it's really cool to see and i was looking at cody's schedule and i think he's got the most interesting stretch so he had you last week brandon this week taylor in the or and troy in the last week and i guess he's got taylor as well but those three guys are part of his mm-hmm. like those are that's who he's you gotta win those. Against. He yeah. he wins if he wins against Brandon and Troy. It's probably in. It's probably in. Yeah. But it's really it's all on him and his pickups and his team of Rasmuses. Yeah. 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 Mo, Mo Rasmus. <laughs> yeah, Mo yeah. Rasmus. Yeah, Tay, that was that's genius. I think he's got to rebrand. I uh, yeah, at least for a week after I, making that that mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um speaking of rebranding, I will need to I need to rename my team now. Yeah, dude. Curl the thrill, no longer there. So, might have to change the name to Miller Time. Oh, like dude, that's that's name. suiting. That's very suiting. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I think I'm gonna have to. That do actually, that. yeah, I yeah. hate to say it because that's my boy, but that's a fit. Yeah, especially after your stint in Florida, right? Like, yeah, you're, you're primed <laughs> for it. Yeah, well, he's took a vacation the past. Yeah, year, you're, so you're you're living the high life right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. But uh, yeah, so that, I think that was a good, good hockey yeah. trade. Yeah, um, I think both are currently top 10. They'll finish top 10 and uh, your shit hits. I'm not very good at shots on goal. And yep. yeah, just kind of just slightly. Yeah, it wasn't like Shake a it big, up. big difference between like Krill has a few more points as well, mm-hmm. I think, but nothing, nothing dramatic. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I like that. When you sent me that trade, I was just like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. like this this could work yeah i feel like i'm not until i know who's all selling i don't want to make any big trades just don't want to so it's like these are the kind of things where it's like if we can both shake like i find someone yeah. who is willing to shake it up to move up a little why not yeah i would say good, probably good hockey trade our two best players yeah 
I was, that was a, well, I'm trying to think of like what kind of other, who else like of trades have been like best oh, player for best player. Weber, Subban kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's some similar vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think Taylor Hall, Adam were... Larson. Yeah, dude. I hope I got the Taylor <laughs> Hall in this situation. <laughs> What was the, the the one? Was it last year? <clears throat> was it McDavid and Drysaddle for a f- and a first and a second kind of at play? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. Uh, like that, but without draft picks. Yeah, yeah. Flip, flipping McDavid for Drysaddle, which at the time I said this is a stupid trade. Uh-huh. Fucking showed me McDavid went off. <laughs> <for the laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, he'll be slightly better, but like not enough for a first. And I was like, oh, well, he was two players for the pack yeah. in the playoffs. I think McDavid that week had more points than my entire team in the yeah. finals. Like, yeah. He's just, just yeah. like nine points, I think. Like it was, yeah, it was a good move. Hashtag free McDavid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and then there was uh, another trade, which was um, Durier and, and Ryan. So Durier started his soft sell finally, I guess, this past week. Um, so Jones was worth a fourth in the end, um, which I think is is a fair value trade. Yeah. I, I thought he might have been able to squeeze him for a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, good on Ryan. And I think for Durier, you know, he's just trying to – get assets at this point so yeah no i think it was i think it was a relatively fair trade obviously i like the the warenski deal a little bit better because uh i mean yeah it was a fifth it was my deal and i think warenski has the potential to to do better but yeah no not a bad trade either way yeah so i think the big thing now is just going to be kind of wait and see and who who sells who doesn't i know you guys kind of don't want to tip your hands but what like, what would you be looking to add? We don't have to name players for prices or anything like that. But if you guys had a hole in your team, what do you mm. think? Like, where would you want to fill that? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's a bit, I would say, easier because I've already kind of dealt a lot of my pieces. So now it, for me, it's just making kind of small iterations. Like I don't have a, a first or a fourth to deal. Mm-hmm. So the question for me really becomes is like, does an opportunity present itself where I'm going to pull like a fucking full-blown Jacob Hogan sell my entire next season to, to do something this season, or do I um, play it on the safe side? Um, I don't think there's any major holes on my team. I think I just need all of my players to just like play w- w- the way that they're capable of playing. Mm-hmm. I think goalies have been a little bit soft lately, um, so, you know, I could potentially make a bit of an upgrade there, um, and maybe bump down to two, but yeah, like right now, I think I'm just kind of playing it week to week and identifying the, the small gaps as they present themselves. W- I'm definitely in a buying, buying mode. So yeah, yeah. somebody's looking to sell, hit me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in the same boat as Taylor. I mean, we both are pretty fortunate in that things would really, really have to go wrong to miss. So um, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Like I've, I've done the big buys the last two times, but like my first and my second championship, I never spent a first. And I feel like this is that season again. Um, Like after that trade with Kev, it's kind of like, you know, the quality is still there, but I addressed kind of my biggest need 
And um, I think I'm just looking at like, yeah, minor upgrades. And I'll probably be looking to trade uh, relatively equal, like kind of like the Miller Kaprizov situation where it's just like, all right, what's a minor thing? Can I just get some equal value? Maybe I'll give a low pick if, if it's not there and all supplemental stuff. Um, but for the fun of it, if I, if I were to splurge, uh, having lost D'Angelo and Carlson, I'd probably give up something big for a, for a defenseman. Be buying a defenseman. Yeah. Yeah. If, if we're, if we're, if we're, if we are to go big and we're dropping the, uh, some of those first four rounds, I'm, I'm going to grab a defenseman off of someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously I'm not in the, well, I'm kind of in a position to buy. Um, but if I, if I was buying, it would definitely be a defenseman. Um, I would also be willing to move like a forward for defenseman as well. I, I've been talking with, uh, with Jonah and he was trying to sell me on burns, but ah, dude, you, I feel like you put yourself into a corner with Brent Burns. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't can't spend any, I can't, I can't spend assets on him. Yeah. The guy who you say year after year is always drafted too high. Yeah. I don't know if you, if it'd be right for you to throw draft picks at him. Yeah, so we, we had a trade. It was he it was Stamkos for Burns and like picks coming my way. Um, but I was like, oh, fuck, I can't do that. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, honestly, defensemen have been hot this year. Like, yeah, especially I'll, coming coming from me. I've bought two of them so far, right? Yeah. Like I bought Ekblad and now Wierenski. So it uh, yeah, they're they're hard to come by. So I get it. Definitely, definitely hard to come by. They're definitely very valuable assets, and uh, I seem to not have a lot of good ones. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's well, funny I, how that works. I mean, if Troy sells, he's got a pretty good bank of defensemen. So it's just a question mm-hmm. of what he get because he usually keeps Yossi and Head, right? Which is so just the question is: sick. is he going to still do that, or would he be willing to like part ways with one of them? Um, he got something back like he could command a lot of picks and a decent keeper for either of those guys big time yeah. like if you want to really reset for next year like one of those guys off his team would would be unreal yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh yeah um do you do you think there's like do you think troy then is the next seller i know we kind of talked about like should he do it but like realistically like if it's not him if he's on the next one, like who do you think will look at their look at their standings? And be like, you know what? Eight points of difference even is too much for me. I'm out. Yeah, I think it depends on how this week goes. If if he loses this week, that's going to be a big hill to come up, um, especially if teams ahead of him win. If he loses and Brandon wins, that's gonna and then he's what like 15 points behind Brandon. Yeah. Then you can't come back and then or 20 and then yeah 15 points behind him 17 points or whatever behind six like that's that's a real tough one or if he wins and brandon loses he should probably call it i think it's between the two of them yeah i think i think we'll know pretty quickly after this week uh i think if yeah like i think if troy loses then it's probably moving into to sell mode if but if he wins maybe could be like a like a last minute mad dash trade deadline type of type yeah. of 
sell if he does move to sell in which case i think tread deadline night's going to be a little bit fucking crazy this year but yeah um and then i think also because brandon said that he's not probably going to be buying this year um it's like you know what other options do you have like just stay the course with your current team or you know maybe he would sell if he feels like he could be getting pushed out of it but yeah i still think deary and brent and sorry and john haven't fully capitalized on selling certainly john with the exception of that one big deal that me and him made so i think uh i think it'd be crazy for either of them not to be in full uh sell mode right now to be honest so so here's the question does the will the person who finishes in seventh have sold Mm. uh i can't even imagine being in that situation i'm saying no because i think it's gonna be real close Imagine you're at the bar, you're three or four pints deep, and you got like for sure Ryan in one ear, and then the rest of the league and the and Joan in the other, who are just like promising you the world for whatever they can get. Like, how do you not? Oh man, like that's gonna be you a know, like, situation to be on. Honestly, sixth could be a seller. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I think you, I think like have was... the foresight to like look at your playoff setup and if you're like i'm not confident in my team for the playoffs yeah six could sell who knows right yeah 100 percent um yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see that like just going into the last week like who's in six seven position and like what how the week starts like if you get up early you're like oh shit like it's gonna be it could be wild and i love it i love the um the chaos of it all which it's why we do this right yeah Yeah. especially if we end up at amigos and then we have like little side chats and like amigos booths or whatever for whoever makes it in person that'll be a nice little throwback yeah so i'm just looking at the last week matchup so they are so just i'll run them by you guys so i got uh i got john in the final week um so i don't know how that's gonna affect his selling uh wants uh or not and then you have joan against dirier so oh wow. worked out funny that, that way a <laughs> really. couple fucking donations there yeah. for one and two i know it's yeah. uh, <laughs> a little rough Gross. but uh so that, that but that could, but that could but be the, fun, the difference between yeah. one two seating yeah and well joan and i face each other the week before and then we have the nine and 10 the following week. So it'll be, uh, it'll be, we'll, we'll be in our own world, but the fun thing about that, now that I'm looking at it. So if the tops and the bottom two are spoken for, it's the rest of you guys facing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Ryan and Kev, okay. um, Troy and Cody, Taylor and Brandon. Taylor Brandon could, last week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so not only revenge will you tour not, continues. Yeah. You'll block Dirier. You you'll force Dirier into a cell and perhaps Brandon too. Am I the drama? Am I am I yeah. the villain? Yeah. yeah, you're the drama, <laughs> dude. You might be. Yeah. Oh, you're a bit man. of a bad boy, dude. Apparently. Fuck. I gotta break out the fucking tank top again. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh but sorry, what was the one matchup that you said it was um was it troy and cody that's Mm -hmm. gonna be one to watch um yeah i could make or break somebody's season like that's the kind of week where both like i think either of those two guys if they're losing going into that wednesday for the deadline like if they're down seven two they sell 
for them. Yeah. And I mean, if Cody sells, then it's a whole other market, right? Matthews, well, he won't sell Marner because he's keeper eligible, but Matthews and Dreisaitl, like, you will be the pick. Easy. Two firsts, easy. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. It's it's shape. Yahoo really uh, did a good one for us this year, I think. They did. The schedule. The schedule master at Yahoo. Yeah. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Give him a promotion. Yeah. yeah. That's some good algorithm. Uh, mm-hmm. Kev, you might need to make a trip down to uh to, to Toronto for a trade deadline just to make an in-person appearance. I might have to, yeah. Yeah. And if you're driving, you'll be the sober one. You're gonna just take advantage of everybody <laughs> there. <laughs> We're gonna be like three car bombs deep, and you're gonna be like, yeah. okay, so what do you think about this trade? Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, so this is this is this is exciting i'm i'm really excited to see how this kind of folds up um you always love when it's not like you know kind of like in the eastern conference right now in the hockey like it's set the playoffs are set already which is crazy to think but you know you love when there's some last minute drama it just makes this all so much more exciting yeah big time and speaking of some drama do we want to talk on dirie's uh presser Oh, oh yeah, yeah. His yeah, when he was talking about like what kind of stand up he wanted to do. <laughs> this is his general stance on various comedic uh, stylings. Yeah, yeah. Guy hates prop comedy for some reason. Really? Just, yeah. I don't yeah. So I, I, I'll, I'll admit I haven't seen this yet. I gotta listen to this after the pod. I must have missed that. But uh, so apparently he took questions at the end too. He did. It was a very formal press conference. He had the background set up, so he was sponsored yeah. by Freedom Mobile. That was uh, exciting to see. Good for him. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, had some reporters in attendance. Um, the the Re- Reset Gazette was there. Uh, Jacob, I forget uh, your uh, publication. I don't remember. I don't remember what my last team name was. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Oh, the cream. Oh, it was something the cream. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, very official. Uh, I feel like uh, whenever the, the, when people decide to fire sale now, they're getting more and more creative between like the just the press release that I did. And then like Deere took that like I I walked so Deere could run yeah. with the, the yeah. actual <laughs> with the press, conference press conference yeah. that was released in both audio and video yeah. uh, for everybody's entertainment. Um yeah, no, uh, it was uh, it was quite the quite the show. But uh, kudos to him for for you know going out in style and you know taking some questions and a little bit of uh, abuse around the the comedy subject. But uh, yeah, no, it was a, a nice addition to to the lead up to trade deadline. Yeah, I certainly encourage anyone to do it. And I got and you know he's true to his word. He was saying. Uh, we kept asking if it was a fire sale and he kept saying it was a slow rebuild. And uh, so far he's gotten a fourth and a fifth. And, uh, but for those of you who didn't tune in, he did say every player is available. Every player. Uh, uh, yeah. Now I'll be honest. I've, I tried for Cooch right away. I didn't think I'd trade a first this season, but I'm like, you know what? This guy could be it. And uh, he blue balled me for a week. So he blue balled a lot of people though from what I understand. So I'm just talking to a few other managers. So um, yeah, it's a slow, 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 slow burn for that. Yeah. But he's got some big pieces. I mean, between uh, Cooch, Vassy, uh, Debrinkat, like definitely could make some noise. It's just a question of what the demand's going to be like. Yeah. 
hundred percent. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he does, if he moves any of his, his keepers. Um, I can't see him doing it. I think he's all talk. He's full of shit. He's, I don't think everyone's available. <laughs> I think like to get a keep like Kucherov, you'd have to like give you like, like trades keeper, like first keeper, like, for like for- I I offered him for context a first a keeper and a player to keep him sustained, yeah. and he said no to all of it. Yeah, wow. In the end, so it's got to be like a first, a second, and a third for like a tenth, yeah. eleventh, twelfth, and-, and I and I thought it was fair because I'm like here's a like real a keeper I intend to keep. Here, so yeah. here's someone who's who's I intend to keep and a first. So you have you can draft a guy like Kucherov, have this keeper and. Um, a player who's putting up very good points right now that you can just roster, and uh, so you don't take too hard of a hit. And yeah, so I guess you're, I think you're right, Kev. It's multi picks, yeah. Battery just can't bring himself to make a deal with the devil. Yeah. Oh, but he should, <laughs> <laughs> everyone should, yeah. All right, guys. Um, so this has been a lot of fun here. Um, Tay, thanks for uh, for joining us and helping us with his breakdowns and everything here. Uh, good luck to uh, both you guys for the rest of the season. Tay, we, we good, could face each other. Good luck to you and your, your battle, my friend. We could face each other uh, pretty early in the playoffs. So, Hey, Godspeed, dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me, boys. All right, guys, yeah. this has been a lot of fun. Uh, this has been episode 17 of the FFHL Podcast.